You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily podcast on the Toronto Blue Jays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to Locked On Blue Jays, your daily dose of Toronto Blue Jays talk directly into your headspace, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, A.J. Andrews of jaysfinacouch.com. This episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to builtbar.com, and when you make an order, you will get 20% off if you use that promo code locked on. Um, <coughs> sorry, I'm still feeling a bit mucked up. Um, wasn't, um, wasn't from celebrations from yesterday. Um, for those of you unaware, I'm recording the day after my birthday, as a lot of y'all saw the picture on Twitter. Um, I'm going to try and get back to y'all who sent the happy birthday wishes as soon as possible. Um, there's a lot, so I kind of have to go through uh, one by one. So hopefully I'll be able to do that at some point. Um, yeah, just, um, I'm trying, I'm trying to fight, I'm trying to fight for things, um, but when my voice kind of is froggy like this, it does make it a little difficult to want to work up the gumption to actually record, because, like, I gotta hear this when I'm editing and going through to make sure I didn't mess anything up too much. Which, I mean, y'all listen, you know I'm going to get some things wrong. But, I don't know, it's, it's just a little bit hard. So I hope y'all bear with me. I'm going to try and get a few of these out. Um, there's still plenty of things to talk about. Um, this is going to be a quick one, just to get back into the swing of things. Um... Blue Jays did make three signings this week, so we will be talking about them. And then in the next episode, we are going to talk about Beau Bichette and his one desired free agent to come into the fold. Unsurprisingly, it's not someone who plays his position. So, we are going to be discussing that in the next episode and then kind of tying it in to a broader discussion on what the Blue Jays are trying to do with this whole balance thing. Um, Gregor Chisholm of the Toronto Star came out with a column yesterday that I think actually does a good job touching on it, but we're going to talk about it and and kind of dissect what the fellow Maritimer had to say. Not to say fellow Maritimer, he's from New Brunswick, but I don't hold that against him. So... Blue Jays signings, they did sign people. They were signed to minor league deals, but people were signed. So, it's something. It's something to talk about. The old maxim is there's never a bad minor league signing. Although, I would argue Matt Latos came close. Just saying... I mean, I'm. It, it wasn't good. The Matt Latos era was not good. Can we all agree on that? Like, it was just, it was bad. 
So, the Blue Jays signed three players to minor league deals on my birthday. Fine enough birthday present, I guess. But uh, two of those names are going to be very familiar. And we'll actually talk about them in a sec. I want to touch on the new name to the organization. And that is Tyler White. Now, some of you may have heard of Tyler White before. <coughs> because he was a guy that when he was coming up through the Houston organization was thought of as a guy who could potentially be um, that that first base prospect that turns into something. And for a little bit there, it looked like he might actually do it. Um, his rookie season was in 2016 with Houston, had eight home runs in 85 games, actually bolted up to 12 home runs in 66 games in 2018. But the problem is Houston already had Yuli Gurriel continuing to produce, and eventually he just ran out of time. So um, he was uh, traded to Los Angeles for pitcher Andre Scrub, which when you're getting traded for scrubs, that's never a good sign. Um, he was released by the Dodgers in July, actually went over to Korea after he was released and did not do well. In nine games, he batted 136 with one home run. So not promising, but it's why he's on a minor league deal. And for the Blue Jays, after seeing a lot of their guys kind of filter through, and after losing some depth in the Rule 5 draft, and losing guys who can just kind of plug in, it's going to be important to have these guys kind of available at the lower levels, especially when you think about the first base depth that Toronto has. Right now, it's essentially Rowdy Telez, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., who really doesn't want to play first base, but that's another thing that we'll end up talking about at some point. Um, and then it's like, what, Patrick Kivlahan? He's still in the system? I believe he is. Um, but it was then. So getting a guy in like a Tyler White, you know, he's a guy who can just hang out at the minor league complex if we do end up playing minor league baseball this year, which... I mean, they got to they gotta start getting that vaccine out a bit quicker if we want to see that. But um, a guy who, you know, does offer a little bit with the bat, probably can offer something at a AAA level, but if he's called upon to come to the major league level, that's a sign that things have gone very wrong. Like... I'm expecting the Blue Jays to make another signing, if, especially if Vladimir Guerrero Jr. is very serious about this whole I want to play third base again thing. They're going to need another first baseman because Rowdy Telez by himself isn't going to cut it. And, you know, White's not a stellar defensive first baseman. Um, surprise. Um, he did all right. In 2018, he managed to keep a clean slate. Um, but he had a 974 fielding percentage in 2017 when he was with Houston. 
991 before and that's that's low for a first baseman like usually you're looking at them to be a lot more consistent with that and white wasn't able to show that so purely a depth move i i don't think they're gonna get any more than that he is he is 30 and i know i just turned 32 so i shouldn't be saying he's 30 he's old but um baseball players have different lifespans than baseball podcasters and writers so it's a nice little depth move for the blue jays it it shores up their options at that triple a level as they look to get buffalo back up the track but again would not expect to see tyler wright or tyler white in the major leagues with toronto this season what you can expect, though, if you go to BuiltBar.com, is delicious protein bars coated in chocolate delivered right to your door in 18 amazing flavors, including caramel brownie and cherry barcia and coconut almond. And y'all saw how much I liked my coconut, so y'all know I ain't playing with that. They're soft, they're easy to chew, they melt in your mouth. They're not as satisfying as cupcakes, but... They are a delicious treat that will help you indulge while trying to lose or maintain weight. I know, I know I paid the price for that cupcake. I don't care. I've gotten more cupcakes. I'm going to keep paying the price. But I have built bars as well, so that helps on the days when I don't have cupcakes. They're low calorie. They're low sugar. They're high in protein and fiber. If you're doing the keto thing, it's cool for that. And if you go to builtbar.com and use that promo code locked on, you'll get 20% off your next order. So use the promo code locked on. For 20% off at BillBar.com and get some of those tasty bars in your mailbox. You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so I'm not going to take as much time on the other two guys because y'all actually are pretty familiar with the other two guys. If you've been following the Blue Jays, um... The first of the two guys um, that y'all should be familiar with is Forrest Wall, because he was actually in the Blue Jays 60-man camp uh, in 2020. Was a minor league free agent. The Blue Jays have brought him back. He's going to be a non-roster invite to spring training. The former first-round pick of the Rockies uh, was acquired in the Sung Wano deal in 2018. Did all right in 2019, batted 268 across a short stint with Buffalo and a much longer stint with New Hampshire. Um, he's been kind of just sitting there as like that that backup outfield depth behind Jonathan Davis and Anthony Alford when he was here. So again, this is about maintaining that depth for Toronto and the fact that they were able to bring him back. They know they have him. They know he can push a guy like Jonathan Davis, a guy like Josh Palacios, and maybe try and steal their spot. I, I don't know how successful he's going to be at that because um, there have been a few adventures in the outfield with him, so he's not going to beat Jonathan Davis defensively. But he's a speedster. Um, he had he's, His ratio has dropped a little bit. But he had 38 stolen bases in 2018. Um, most of those came in 
the Colorado system, 28 of them, in fact. He had 14 in 2019. Um, but still, he does offer a dimension that the Blue Jays do not have an abundance of, and that is speed. And he is still pretty young. He's He turned 25 last month. So there's a lot of potential still there. A lefty bat is always useful. So very nice signing to get Forrest Wall back in. And then the other name that, you know, you'll go Obi-Wan Kenobi on, just like, I haven't heard that name in a long time. Well, you haven't heard in a year. Um, but Richard Urania is back in the fold. He's getting a minor league contract with the spring training invite. And he's younger than Forrest Wall. He's actually 24. But it feels like he's been around forever because of those three years he spent as essentially Toronto's taxi infielder. Um, had his best season in 2018 when he got in 40 games. Uh, batted 293. Um, coincidentally, the Blue Jays were not good. <laughs> so... Um, Urania spent last season in the Baltimore organization and did not get into a game with them. Um, obviously, with no minor league games, it makes it very difficult to play, and Urania was not called upon by the Orioles. Um, we know what we're getting with Richard Urania. We're getting a guy who doesn't hit for power, you know, can hit a little with the stick, m might be able to beat out a bunt. So, you know, there's a guy who knows the fundamentals and, if needed, could be, you know, fine enough in that backup infielder role. He's essentially going to be Ruben Tejada, except younger and much more familiar with the system. But, as, as we've been saying... He's a guy who, if you're pressing him into service, that's a sign that something's gone wrong. And, like I said, he's he's not terrible. Like, um, he's been putting in work in the Dominican League right now. But, at the same time, you don't want to have to play him. Because that's a bad idea. Because that means that you know, Bo Bichette, or Kevin Biggio, or Vladdy, or whoever the heck you signed is hurt, and you didn't get, like, Joe Panic back or something. And no one wants to see an extended Richard Urania appearance. But it's a nice, you know, warm, fuzzy feeling to have Richard back in the fold. You know, feels like the, the teenager is coming back home from university. Although... I, I wouldn't exactly call the Baltimore Minor League organization a stellar school of thought. I'm sorry, Baltimore. Be better if you don't want me to make jokes about you. Anyway, those are the signings that the Blue Jays have made this week. Will they do more? Maybe. Hopefully. I mean, I don't have to worry about... Uh, getting a 8.30 p.m. notification that, you know, someone has signed and I'm going to be playing my grumpy cat worst Christmas ever drinking game because that already happened. So that is off the table. So I will be able to come on the air 
and talk about it very confidently and smartly and without the lingering taste of stupid animal dialogue in my brain. So, if you want to make sure you do not miss such an episode, make sure you're subscribed. Um, you can do so by subscribing to Locked On Blue Jays on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss an episode. You can follow the podcast on Twitter and Facebook at Locked On Jays. The episode links are usually on the Twitter feed. And you can follow me on Twitter at A underscore J underscore Andrews. The underscores are there because Twitter is dumb. But it allows y'all to say nice things about me on my birthday. So there's value in that. Anyway, we'll be back with that episode on Bo Bichette and kind of the broader picture on the Blue Jays free agency and, and what exactly they're going to do. Um, so until then, for everyone at the Locked On Podcast Network and everyone at jaysfromthecouch.com, I'm E.J. Andrews. Thank you all so much for listening to today's episode. And y'all take care.